Welcome to Reality of Faith and Wisdom. Today, I want to answer one question. And this question is, did Jesus say he was God? Did Jesus himself in red in the Bible said that he was God? Sometime, I would say six months to a year ago, it, it was all over until today, it's still all over internet. Everybody wants to debate and say that Jesus never said that he was God. And if he was God, and if he is son of God and one of the tr uh, a part of the Trinity, why did, didn't Jesus say himself he was God? There's so many debaters online saying, and, and, and I even saw uh, Muslims, Muslims take that. And, and the first thing when you try to witness to a Muslim say, well, Jesus never said he was God. Uh, and, and that stirred up a whole lot of uh, division and a whole lot of different things. But let me just tell you, uh, the first thing, Jesus did say he was God. He did said it himself. It is in the Bible. And I want to show you all that today in this podcast. First of all, I just wanted to say in the culture of um, Israel, and you, you, know, you, you take as far as thousands of years ago, in the Old Testament, in the beginning, culture of Israel was this that every established word or everything that needs to be established, right? And everything that needs to be put on the pedestal. And, and I would say important. Uh, the same thing happens in the court of law. When you're trying to prove something and when you're trying to say that, okay, this, this is supposed to be this way or this happened this way, right? And there has to be two or three witnesses. And Bible says upon two or three witnesses, every word will be established. So I want to bring you at least three witnesses. Jesus, number one himself, he said he was God. And I want to give you two more witnesses that it's written in the Bible about Jesus, that he was God. Now, and I'll start with Philippians chapter two. Paul says this, though he was God, that's one witness. He did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. He explained he was God, but yet he kind of surrendered all that. Instead, he gave up his privileges, divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal, criminal's death on the cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under earth. And every tongue declared that Jesus Christ is the Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now, Paul explains that he was God, but he surrendered all of his desires, in my own word, all of his, his wants and, and everything. And he came here as a human. He learned, in Ephesians says, he learned obedience by suffering even. And he only did this. Christ, Christ do, did every single thing to the glory of God the Father. That means, Lord, let your will be done, not mine. Now, Jesus came as Bible says, as a man, right? He surrendered the 
uh, surrendered all of his power. He did have a power. He was fully God. He was fully man, but he surrendered all the heavens. He surrendered all the glory. And Jesus came to be a man first. Why is that important? To learn obedience by suffering. Yes, to relate to us because we also learn obedience by the things we going through and we learn from the negative and the positive things so he can relate to us so he can feel the pain of this world and to take sin up upon uh, of the whole world upon his shoulders now to be the servant so to show us how to be selfless and he did that first instead he didn't come in right away and to all the people said i'm god i'm god i'm god you should worship you should go no no he wanted to show how everything is done first so people can see his actions but he established himself that he he was god and he said that now he never walked around and shouted i'm god he never that you never see it in the bible that jesus just kind of walked around and said hey i'm god by the way hey hey i'm god i'm god you never see that but every single thing in every every thing that he did was specifically to the glory of God, to the obedience of the Father, and to His will, right? Even in the Garden of Gethsemane, He said, if there's any, and I'm going to paraphrase this because I want you to get it, if there's any possible way to get this cup from me, right? If there's anything else, He didn't want it to go on a cross. He wanted to because His Father wanted to, but if, if, you, get to the, if you get to this human side of Jesus, He didn't want it to, but what did He say? Not my will, but your will be done. Now, He always love the broken lonely poor sinners beaten by this world or forgotten by this world he had a lot of people rich people and well-known people following him but his focus was unforgotten his focus was to restore the order like it was in the garden of gethsemane now he came to do as i said the will of the father and not on his own behalf he came to confirm the word of god and to fulfill it not to demolish it he came to confirm everything he came to confirm what what uh, uh prophets said or everything that's written in the old testament that he would be burned uh, uh, born as to uh, a virgin that he would die that he would be he, he would go into hell take the keys of haiti resurrect and go back to heaven to prepare a place for us now he came to show us them just one more time before i give you where and how he said it that he was god he came to show us obedience servanthood selflessness love forgiveness authority that we lost in the garden of eden identity to show to show father to all of the people so he said if you see me you see the father so jesus didn't came to people to to glorify himself i want you to get this as far as people he came to really glorify the father everything he did is on uh, on behalf of the father the father now now and and he never quoted anything else but the word of god every single thing out of his out of his mouth it always word of god even the parables are always goes back there's many references in the old testament every single thing everything every time he quoted something it was the word of god now also he came to die to defeat the sin to get the keys of hell like i said that to take back authority and and really surrender everything at the feet of god and saying all right the sin is upon my shoulders the sacrifice of a pure lamb was done now i can redeem my people and because of me they can live with me for the rest of for the rest of eternity now 
But the first thing, here's, here's the cool part, but the first thing that he did, he established himself as God. But how? To whom? When? Now, he did not, not establish that with people because he needed the people to believe in him first. It's not because of his words that he's God, it's because of his actions. People saw miracles, people saw the things, the things that he did. And so they believed it. He wanted the people to believe in him. But when enemy came, when the devil came, he has clearly established himself to the enemy that he was God. Let me show you in the Bible. Now, as you know, that the first thing Jesus did in his ministry, he, he went and got baptized and went into the, uh, the, the desert to be tempted by the devil for 40 days. So in Matthew chapter four, it says this, for 40 days and 40 nights, he fasted and became very hungry. During that time, the devil came and said to him, if you are the son of God, then tell these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus told him, no. The scriptures say, people do not live by the bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Now, devil came and attacked his identity. If you are the son of God, that's the first thing. He, why? Ask yourself, why the enemy attacks him, his identity? Because in his identity, there is authority. There, 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 there is freedom. There is miracles. There is, there is a power and full force of God behind his authority. So what Jesus says, God says. So he knew that he, needs to, he needed to attack his identity first. When he would doubt in who he is, then enemy would have got him. And so, but Jesus confirms the word of God. He says, people will not live by the bread alone, but by every, but what? By every word that comes from the mouth of God. So Jesus is saying, number one, you need to know the word of God. Then devil took him up into the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him again same thing if you are the son of god throw yourself down for it is written he shall give angels charge over you and if and in their hands they shall bear you up lest you dash your foot against the stone jesus said to him it is written again you listen here you shall not tempt the lord your God. Woo! Jesus himself to the enemy says, uh -uh, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. So to the enemy, he establishes the first thing he does, he establish him, establishing himself as God. Now you shall not tempt the Lord your God. That's in red. That is Jesus's words. And he didn't care to establish that to people because people had to believe in him. But he sure established that with the devil. It is written, you shall not tempt the Lord your God and your God in standing right in front of you, the devil. Now, the story continues. And here's the thing. That is a second witness, right? Paul, first witness. Matthew, second witness. Let me give you a third witness. Now, now in Luke, Gospel of Luke, because that was Gospel of Matthew, Jesus replied, and also in red, uh, the scripture says, you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. So, so now Jesus establishing himself as God. Now, the devil took him to the peak of very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. I will give it all to you, he said, if you will uh, kneel down and worship me. Now he changes his tax, ta tactics. It's not if you're the son of God. Now he knows he can't get 
He cannot get God to doubt the, the deity and, and, and who he is. Now, but he's changing his tactics and he's saying, if you will just kneel down and worship me, uh, they, it'll be okay. Again, because the authority will, would be broken. Now, authority, he would give up his authority just like Adam and Eve gave up authority in the Garden of Eden. And Jesus just simply said, you know what? Get out of here, Satan. That's what it says in the Bible. Jesus told him. So the scripture says, you must worship the Lord your God and serve him only. The devil went away and angels came back and took care of Jesus. You see, the reason why he changed his strategy, because he knew that that's it. He established himself as God. Maybe there's something else I can do. But Jesus took back the authority. I think this right here, the temptation, it's almost, it's almost parallel with temptation in the garden. Because in the garden, as humans, we made the devil. We made, we gave him the power. We gave up the authority. Jesus took back the authority and he says, you know what? I'm God and you should, and you shall worship only God. And those three things we need to understand and we need to establish that in our own life. Because number one, you will have, you will only have a true life if you add the word of God to your diet. <laughs> Literally, that's what Jesus is saying. The men shall not live by the bread alone, but by the word of God. And you need to add that. Number two, you need to know that Jesus is God. And because, and at, at his, his name is above all, above every name. And every knee will bow. That's what Paul says. We need to know the word of God and add it to our life. We need to know that he is Messiah. He's Lord. And when you understand that, you can kick the devil just like Jesus did. did. And he says, you know what? Get out of here, Satan. Because Jesus has authority. Because he, he is my Messiah. Messiah and my Savior, He is God, and I know the Word. What, what the what, what the Word of God says. Now I have authority over you. Luke also says that the devil will come back in Luke and says that when the devil had finished tempting Jesus, he left him until the next opportunity came or next opportune time. It will happen. The devil will always try to derail you. His tactics are the same. He has no wisdom. He's doing the same old thing. The devil come through three, the, through all the same three doors, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh and the pride of life. Those are the only things that he has uh, to attack us. And all these million thoughts that in our head, the battle, uh, the battlefield and, and happening here, he just packaging those ideas in the different packages, but they're all same ideas. So if you know the word of God and what the word of God says, if you know who Jesus is, you can say, get it, get out of here, Satan, every time he comes into your life. So, so the word, the word, Jesus established the word and he established that he is God right in front of the enemy. So he defeated the enemy. And Bible says, let me finish with this. Bible says that we defeat the enemy by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Now, because we share who we are and what, how Jesus established us and how God gave us salvation and freedom and, and authority. So now how do we defeat the, de the devil? Same way Jesus did in, in the, in the desert. We defeat the devil by the word of our testimony and by the blood of the lamb. Now I know what, who Jesus and what he did in my life. I know who Jesus is and I know that his blood washed me clean. So devil, I know the word of God. And I know who Jesus is. Go back to hell where you came from. And we have full authority to stand. And because the devil has, has, does not have any authority, any, any authority over you. He doesn't have any power over you. But Jesus 
has all the authority. Jesus is God. He established that. And keep, share that with everybody because we need to know the word of God. And when we do, we can stand in front of any enemy attack and be victorious. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you, be gracious to you, turn his face toward you and give you his mighty peace.